Hello, everyone. Welcome to Theater Junkies. My name is Aaron. This is my brother, Josh and Jeremy, my older brothers. Uh, we're here to talk about the movie Napoleon tonight. We went ahead and watched that over the weekend. And uh, it's an epic drama about Napoleon and his rise to fame and how do I say his his conquering the the world as we knew it back then. Um, it's also about the relationship between him and his wife, which I thought was very creative and it was something I didn't know about. Uh, so we'll, we'll just get straight into it because it, it's, it was a great story in my opinion. Uh, the director of this movie was Ridley Scott writer, David Scarpa, uh, stars Joaquin Phoenix and Vanessa Kirby. Those were the main two parts. I mean, everybody else, let, let's see. There was. One more that really came to mind. It was uh, Tahar Rahim as Paul Barris. So the, those are pretty much the, the main characters. Oh, no, the Duke of Wellingham, too. It, he had such a small part, but it was great. So, um, but I, like I said before, I enjoyed this movie. So well, I'm interested to hear what Josh and Jeremy have to say about it. Uh, we're not going to give on, on here at Theater Junkies, since they are premiere movies, we don't give a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, we just give you our take on new movies to come out, whether or not they're worthy of going to the theaters um, or if they're like, oh, wait for it to come out on Netflix or or HBO Max or anything like yeah, that. This one will be oh, Apple yeah. TV. Oh, Apple TV. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. was a surprise when I was uh, rolling into the movie that it was an Apple, an original Apple film. Yeah, so I didn't know I, that either. I didn't until... even know they did that. They yeah. there, was, there was another one too that I, I remember seeing. It was an Apple film too. Like well, their streaming service within the last. Their their streaming service started what a year, two years now, and they've got some mm-hmm. really good shows on there. So, Foundation. If you haven't seen that, fantastic. The story. I keep wanting to watch Ted Lasso. Well, another one we did we didn't do on this podcast, which I think we might have should have, was Killers of the Flower Moon. That's another Apple movie. Killers of the Flower Moon. Yeah, Martin Scorsese directed it. That's with Leonardo DiCaprio, and and it's a Western crime drama. It came out at the end of October. Um, but it's another Apple TV. It's another Apple original film that came well, out in the I theater. Mean, we, we could still watch it, and it, it it came out in theater though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was no, out before this one was. Like it, it'll be on Apple TV uh, eventually. I'm sure within the next month or so. So I know it's already streaming. I know well, it's on it? Vudu right now, but I oh, don't okay. know if it's but when uh, it all uh, come let, out there. Yeah, let's get right to it. Uh, what did you guys think about the movie? We'll go ahead and start with Jeremy. Um, yeah, what did you think? Oh, I liked the movie, and I liked the realism of it. I mean, mm-hmm. like, and I'm not going to give away a lot, but if you were hit with a cannonball, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to yeah. say yeah. that will probably yeah. be what happens if you were hit with one. I'll yeah. just leave yeah. it at that. But yeah. um the one thing, and I'll tell you, and I don't know if you guys agree. I know Elaine didn't really agree with what I thought, but the thing that bugged me is this Napoleon was French, mm-hmm. and Joaquin Phoenix spoke in his normal English tone. There was no French that I got from it. And my and the thing is, is I didn't know if 
maybe back then the French accent wasn't a thing. No, and maybe no, no. it's or if, no. if or if it was just him. Well, the, the, and the way they know did it, if they even spoke any English. Yeah, well, and the, you would think that they did because they had uh, diplomatic uh, relations mm-hmm. with them. They had to speak to other countries. So, what are they having a translator or anything like that? No, the two main people in power are probably speaking together. They probably learned English, a little bit of this and that. You know what I mean? But I, I actually thought about that too. Uh, that was one of my. I was surprised that they didn't do a French accent. But oh, if yeah. you notice in the movie, there's a scene where they have. Sorry, uh, kind of a spoiler, but they have some some people walking around and they're actually speaking French. So mm-hmm. I think they're alluding to that everyone is speaking French, but to make it appeal to, you know, the the US English speaking countries and stuff like that a little bit more so they're able to follow. You don't have to read subtitles. They just made it in English. And it's like don't fake an accent like a okay. French accent. Just speak how you think Napoleon would speak. What would his character be like? What, what, yeah. So, yeah, and like, I get that, and that 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 was, but that was really my only critique. I mean, uh-huh. I really but liked the story, and I like how he they didn't quite feel like Napoleon, did he? No, uh, uh-uh. yeah. See, that and was that, that, was, that was it. Felt like Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. I, to I agree. me, and and that's and that was my biggest take from the movie. Now the plot was great like mm-hmm. wh- how they went through it like i said like and i agree with you i didn't even know about josephine like yeah yeah so no idea um and and so and that's one thing i wanted to do like only had what i heard was he was a you've always heard he's got little man complex but mm-hmm. um that growing up that's what i remember being told but i think him his height was pretty much the average back then so it's not so he wasn't a little man i think it was i what i get is that he had a what is it um well that complex where he wanted to be the best in everything mm-hmm. yeah and That's and so and he didn't care how he and, got there yeah um so um yeah, and I'm not going to give any spoilers away, but that was one of the. It, it kind of harkens back to even later times, like how or why things are done, and things are done just for political reasons. I'll mm-hmm. I'll just say that um, that it was even happening back then, and yeah. So I did find it interesting that they started off, and I'm going to spoil this, but. Well, no, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, involving Marie Antoinette, I'll just say that I'm not going to say. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, you like you like that they actually involved that. Yeah, because into, well, because they kind of had to because yeah, that was the fall yeah. of that empire, and then so I mean, the the great thing about this is uh, technically these aren't really spoilers. Yeah, because it's it's yeah, yeah, you, it's all history. history yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, these things actually happened. And that's what I really liked about the movie. Not so spoiler alert, they go through almost every huge battle that Napoleon did throughout his entire mm-hmm. career as, you know, uh, uh, the 
general of France and then on to be the emperor. So it, it's, I, I love that aspect of it. But I also love the fact that they didn't make it solely, the story solely about him conquering. It was more like his relationship with his wife. Like how that began and what and the the cool thing was is that should I say well I'll ask a question I I don't know about history or anything like that but the letters that he was writing to his wife were they found were they used in the writing of this script were they this and that I like to think well and that's that's what where they got a bulk of the knowledge yeah and it's funny that you say that because. That was one of the things that me and Elaine had talked about when we, after we got done watching it, was that these are the times that it makes sense that we have historical data on somebody, mm-hmm. as if, like, if his letters to his wife were indeed sold, like they talked about in the movie. Yeah. Well, then that makes sense that they somebody has them, and that's yeah. where they got all this information from, like mm-hmm. because. A lot of these movies, you go, well, how how much of this is made up and embellished to, you know, make the story better, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, in this case, you know, there's some embellishment in this, but if they do indeed have letters, I always talk about that with history. It's like, this shit's 400 years, you know, what is it at this point, 500 years old or 300 and something years old? Almost three hundred years old. Almost three hundred years old. Almost. So in another fifty, in another forty years, it'll be that old. Three hundred. Um, so the fact that it's that old, I know we were writing, but it's like how much stuff is like. I mean, we see books that are only fifty years old that are like badly damaged. I can't imagine stuff still being around that's three hundred mm-hmm. years old. Um, so. Somebody yeah, had to they, keep. That, that's also the other question: Is three hundred year old papers were they trans, tra- transcribed so that the people like us can read it? Is it on the internet or or what? Like, how was he getting information like this? Because I it, mean, yeah, and that's it could be all written. It was just you know they kept the data from you know all the battles that he won, but then ever his relationship with Josephine was manufactured. You know what I mean? Just to it doesn't seem manufactured. That seems like a real ass relationship yeah. to me. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, when you look at it, she was the Empress of France and was the first wife of Napoleon mm-hmm. from 1804 until it was annulled in 1810. And they would have the news, newspaper documentation. They would have the so those things that were happening. I mean, they would have that. So, well, man, she looks had, like they do the, have the letters. Uh, I don't know. I've been seeing these. So, yeah, it looks like they do have the letters, the, the, like, on Google, if you look them up. Oh, okay. They actually, like, have the letters. So, if anything, probably, like, if they did sell the letters to people about whatever they said, then they, and they could have, like, had it in, like, a museum or something. Somebody, like, bought them off of Perhaps, them, put yeah. them in a museum. Eventually, they would have to go in there. I mean, it's... Well, I mean, yeah. it's just like our stuff. I mean, Alexander uh, the Great, and and who who was it uh, from from Asia? Uh, uh, what like the Khan tournament? Yeah, <clears throat> he was one of the greatest 
uh, war generals of all time. So, oh, and, it, and this actual signature is very close to it too. The one that they did in the film, it's very I, close to like the, his actual ones. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I, that's what I liked about the movie is like you said, they went through each individual like even the stuff that he had in terms of like uh the stuff with Alexander and stuff and the strategy, mm-hmm. you know, and how good he was at and you have to be good to be able to take over as many places as they did. I mean, you mm-hmm. can't just be he liked using cannons. That's that was the gist just, that I got. It's... But you know, one other thing that I liked, and I'll tell you this, watching this movie, and if it was historically accurate, though, and I keep harking back to that, was that, you know, you see, like, even in that scene with the Duke, um, he was always in the middle of the fight, for the most part. He always picked a part where he would be involved in it, but he was always in it. And being an emperor of the damn country at one point, and he was, like, in the front lines... (laughs) fighting See, that that's the and, side of it that yeah. i'm not so sure yeah happened. and that and that's what that's where i was saying yeah. like that's where yeah. i say the historically accurate part because if it true if that was true my lord because that wouldn't have i mean most countries or most leaders didn't get involved in that stuff mm-hmm. like they they sit nope. back they, in the back and, and let everybody else do stuff for them. yeah yep. so it's almost unfathomable, though, thinking, oh, I have 100,000 troops at my disposal. Mm-hmm. 100,000 Frenchmen against 200,000 uh, of, of whoever, Austrians and British. And it's like, damn, that's 300,000 people at war. Literally mm-hmm. in one battle, that many people. Like, what would that look like? That's just yeah. insanity. <laughs> yeah, on a battlefield? Yeah. Yeah. It's like now guerrilla warfare and everything else, you don't see how many people are on it. It's just over the span of years that you're trying to, you know, capture and and get intelligence on a on a certain country. But back then, holy crap, man. It's just a flat out that that's chaos for sure. That's almost scary to think about. Shit. Well, that's what back then it's like you know, it's just like getting sick, right? I mean, you equate it to now. It's like if you got sick back then, you weren't living. Yeah, yeah. Like today, well, it's what like was the you, average lifespan. It was totally yeah, yeah. let me mid thirties. Oh, probably something uh, like mid-30s, that. Thirties, early forties. <laughs> and they both lived in. Uh, Josephine lived to be fifty, and I think Napoleon was fifty something. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think about it, they were. They were the top tier of human being, though. Yeah, not, 51. I'm not saying genetically, but they were uh, in the hierarchy. They were at the top. So yeah. Like the other thing I thought was funny. Movie. The other thing I thought was funny in the movie was his clothing never changed. Really, he wore the same thing through the whole movie. Yeah, he wore his uniform. Yeah, he didn't wear anything Holy. else. I mean, it was very rare that you saw him outside of it. Yeah, so, but you think about it, if you imagined a person like him, that's probably how they would be. Oh, I wouldn't They're doubt it. That's what I said. They're only yeah. on. So it's like, I, I thought about that because one of the the hard things I was trying to grasp as I was watching the movie is I felt like Joaquin was 
uh, it was monotone to me. It was very monotone. Like, that's why you said it, you felt like you were just watching Walking Phoenix, not Napoleon. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I was thinking about it on the car ride home. I'm, I was like, well, that's the kind of person I think Napoleon would be. No inflection, no nothing, like very strategic, logical, no character, not like a little less charisma than most. Like he was, he was a war leader. So it's like, I don't think he would be that dramatic. Well, maybe, I don't know if that's the word to use, but you know what I mean? In everyday life, he would probably be very monotone. Yeah, I get that. I'm just saying, you know, most generals would have to have some type of, I don't know how to say it. It's just like a coach, right? That you have to have some type of, not only your inflection, but the way you say things. And I just Mm -hmm. didn't get that from, you know, I got, what I got from him is that he was cocky. Inspiring, like inspiring, yeah. Yeah, And I didn't get that from him. Like I got like, Okay, we're gonna like. <laughs> there were a couple, a few scenes that were like that. One near the end when he's talking to the Duke of Wellington. Uh huh. Yeah. He basically acted like, okay, you know, <laughs> I'm gonna keep eating my food, and you know, I I don't want to spoil anything it was because being non- it, it, nonchalant. It, yeah, it, being nonchalant about it. Considering the situation, it's like. Really? That I mean, that tells you either the big head you've got because you go into another dude's place and you act like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, the dude. I mean, and that again, that might be part of the storyline. But based on the way he was, it wouldn't surprise me if he did shit like that. Meaning, yeah, like me. he went into another dude's place and he's telling the little kids how to be a good general, even though he just lost. Yeah. yeah it's like yeah. you know and i'm just you know that that type of stuff it's like you know and you know yeah but, but i mean you in that position you're gonna lose eventually like how many battles did he win consecutively oh yeah i he mean conquered half the world yeah so it's like of course these little kids hearing stories about him are gonna be enamored by him Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, that, that I believe, but it was the, I agree the way that he was speaking. I bet he was a l- slightly more egotistical and stuff like that. But we're, we're diving into the like, <laughs> Oh, we are yeah. of yeah. this character. But I mean, that's really all you have to go on. That's really what the movie was about. Mm-hmm. So it, it was all about him, which I, I'm, I'm thankful that it came out at this time and we, decided or that this was the one that was chosen because otherwise I probably wouldn't ever watched it. But I I really, I love Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's an amazing actor. How much do I think that this might've been pushed by the studio for him to be in this role? I don't know. Like it might've been Ridley Scott though. Remember? Cause he directed gladiator. That is very true. He tried, uh, you know, they build that relationship with each other, and then they. Well, I mean, yeah, Ridley Scott directed Gladiator, so I I didn't think about that. Wouldn't surprise me that I loved him in Gladiator. Yeah, and it reminded me of this. He was kind of the same character almost, and that's where I was kind of like, you know, the cocky, except Napoleon. The way he played Napoleon is what I'm getting at. That's why I said Joaquin Phoenix. That one. 
I, uh, that's, I'm when just talking about the way he, like he was, I think he's just, a, he was yeah. very jealous and arrogant and everything else. And uh, he was just bad in gladiator. Yeah. Well, yeah. Despicable. But, yeah. But I mean, just the way it was, pl- I guess the way it was played is just my opinion of it. Like uh-huh. it wasn't, it was two different characters, but the way it was played was the same way. If that makes sense. Like, I don't know. Like they, well, they sounded the same. There was no like, and I'm part, and I'm going back to the whole. I just wish there would have been some type of reference to him being French, or even in Gladiator that he was Roman or or Italian. Like both movies, he didn't have an accent. So it's well, like, it could be something that's what I'm saying. I mean, and Russell Crowe had his, his, and Russell Crowe had his. It's like you don't, and and we talked about it in this movie. Like it was French people, but they were they had their normal accents, uh-huh. like like Josephine sounded English, and I think this Vanessa Kirby's from The Crown, right? Isn't he she in that show? Something like that. And she was in Hobbs and Shaw, and I think she's been in some of the Mission Impossible movies. Um, but the um, uh, only in Mission Impossible, The Crown, yeah, The Sun, Italian Studios, uh, and there was, but Bat- I mean, the Furious. Prison. She didn't sound French either. She sounded English. I mean, but <clears> she was so that again. I go back to what I the only thing that really bothered me about the movie, which kind of. Just oh okay, it well, might I be the hear her accent anymore. When I was watching it, I didn't hear her accent. I just heard English. Yeah, it wasn't French. Hmm. But um, I just assumed that the the reason why they were talking in English was like a uh, idea that Ridley Scott chose to make well, it wouldn't. more accessible for other people to watch oh, the movie. Well, I wouldn't but doubt I that. I don't know for sure. I, w- I wouldn't doubt that, and it sounds like it's historically what he does, because mm-hmm. Gladiator was the same way. Like, everybody yeah. had their normal way of speaking. Like, um, But how well, like much you of said, it should have been a, a decision of making a no-name actor that is French play Napoleon? You know what I mean? Yeah, like that. Would it made it? Would it have made it better, or, or what? To where you? No. And when looking at the budget, you could probably see. You know, did you see how much the budget was for this? This has got to be one hundred thirty to two hundred million for this movie. Yeah, it made a hundred. It's made one hundred thirty-seven so far. Okay, and but, a week. Or no, it came out. It, it came out uh, November twenty second, so it's been out a couple oh, of weeks, oh, week and a half. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, no. so obviously, it's a a theme where more people are not going to the theaters. It seems like. Well, I don't know how much of this movie was something that people were like, "Ooh, I've got to go watch it in theaters." No, I understand that, like, because you know I don't I mean? think that I don't know how much his last movie. Did. The last duel. I don't know if it, um, like if people watched that one either because I didn't even know that it, uh, he made one until like after I think it came out on streaming. That was a really good movie, though. 
Oh, I haven't watched it yet. We saw that when it wasn't finished. I actually got screeners uh, pre-completion, so they didn't have all the music and everything done in it. So there was oh, cuts. Man. Yeah, I couldn't talk about it. I was like held to an NDA for me and Elaine were. Really? When we yeah. watched this, yeah. Um, That's the perks of being in a big town, though. <laughs> yeah. screeners and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, that's another one where, you know, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, Adam Driver were all in that movie. Oh, Ben Affleck playing. was in it, too? Uh-huh. I didn't realize uh-huh. Ben Affleck was in it, too. It was a great movie, though. Uh, uh, I suggest watching that one. I know we're not talking about that one now, but Ridley Scott directed that one as well. Mm-hmm. That's one I suggest people watch. It's a very interesting movie. But regardless of all these things we're talking about, we're not saying like, oh, don't. Oh, no. Napoleon was a good movie. It, this was I'm a not, great movie. Yeah. It, it was great. Like, we we can nitpick all day about these little things. The here Here's the the telling part about this. I didn't know it was a three-hour movie. Okay? Yeah. I'm sitting in the theater enjoying just about every minute of it. Yeah. And I I look at the, my watch and I'm like, holy shit. This was a three-hour movie. I yeah. couldn't even tell because yeah. it like has so much going on that it you you just enjoy it. So mm-hmm. it's that kind of movie. The first time around, you'll definitely the time will fly because mm-hmm. there's yeah. interesting things happening all the time. Yeah, constantly so, going through. And like it was either a battle or dealing with stuff with Josephine and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I, I was more interested. And I wasn't interested in watching this movie at first, too. So I mean, like, uh, because I like Joaquin Phoenix, but I was like, I don't know. But I learned stuff about Napoleon in this movie. I don't know if like everything's true or that's not. But thing. I don't know. You. That, you that's the only to... thing is that, that you know that there's certain things that they probably embellished on to make I, it. I really would hope that they would make things historically accurate, especially when they're they're on the big screen and stuff like that because what? it gets to millions of people. So it's like, if you're just writing this thing, like, it, it should be somebody else. Like, well, it, I can tell you, yeah. looking at, his, at the historical stuff about him, uh-huh. this was almost exactly, like, even timeline-wise, was yeah. All right. directly yeah. in line. Like, they even did the scene in the middle where he went to Egypt, they didn't show a lot of it, but that mm-hmm. was something he actually did too. Like he went into Egypt and did stuff. They didn't, I, I'll just give that in the movie. They didn't spend a lot of time on that, mm-hmm. but they did actually show him. And it's almost matching a picture from 1886. When there was just so much to cover. Yeah. There's literally yeah. so much to cover. And, yeah. 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 And even Elaine, who's not a, or is a, you is a big historical person compared to me. She learned stuff that she didn't know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, if you talk to her about true crime or history, she'll blow most people out of the water. But she, she was, there was a lot in this movie that she didn't know. That's cool. Um, yeah, but I thought he died, or well, uh, the the way that he passed and stuff was different. 
but it's mostly because, like, I don't think I saw certain bits. Of, like, I only I, remember Waterloo as, like, one of the, like, the last battle that he did or something. So I was like, oh, okay. I was like, um, but that was all I could remember. I didn't remember how he passed and all that stuff. Know, it's funny because the only reason I knew he was exiled was because of the Count of Monte, Monte Cristo. Well, and yeah. and that was the one thing that I thought was funny, and I'll talk. And I mentioned this to Elaine after we watched the movie was they must have wanted that dude around because everybody else they would have killed. They exiled yeah, him twice. Sure. Yeah, yeah. They exiled him twice. They didn't kill him, so it's like they wanted him around, probably well, as a I fear think, type thing. Yeah, I I think they did it because they didn't want him to become. Uh, a martyr a martyr yeah because then the french would have revolted even more they were like yeah. no, we, don't, yeah. we don't hate the french we yeah. we they eventually became allies yeah so it's like they don't want to treat the french that way so that that was a good tactic to eventually bring them into the fold so now one thing i'm surprised they did not mention in the movie at all was and i guess it's not i think u.s historically it's important but i guess in the grand scheme of napoleon it's not was the louisiana purchased he was a big part of that really like he yeah he was one of the ones that decided to sell it really yeah so it's like i'm surprised that they didn't point to that huh yeah he and and they tried to do something in haiti first and then he failed, so then he decided to sell the Louisiana Territory to the U.S. Hmm. That's funny. Mm. And it was three cents an acre. There was probably so Damn. much to, uh, so many resources to just have that much land over here. Yeah. It would be invaded so many times. They would have to shut, uh, ship over so many resources, do all these things. You know what I mean? So eventually they were probably like, oh, we got to cut it loose. No, it was just crazy, yeah, though, that they didn't even mention like, it in the movie. I mean, considering how big that was to the U.S., yeah, it's funny that it was never part of like well, the story, was, but I guess... Louisiana yeah. Purchase made the, the Confederacy the the original 13 uh, states, right? The, no, the Louisiana the Territories was more like the Midwest of the United oh, States. The territory itself was different. Yeah, yeah so it was... Right. yeah. It was like from Louisiana up through like parts of Montana. I, I, it's mm-hmm. like a whole like it's a, a crazy route. like mix. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. like Air, Arkansas, and Missouri were a big part of it in Iowa, but then uh, like the middle states like Oklahoma, Nebraska, and Kansas, and then South Dakota that that area <laughs> right there, mm-hmm. and then parts of other states. But those so that's five a huge states part then. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said it was it right. was it doubled the size of the United States at the time and we and we bought it for 15 million. But Napoleon was the big <laughs> he was the one that sold it. So it's yeah, like yeah. I was surprised that they didn't mention that. Huh. Um but but again, the movie was 3 hours so they 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 focused yeah, more on much the war aspect. Yeah, how much Napoleon to himself, yeah. Well, and, and that was, probably should have made it into two installments like yeah, I mean, because, I mean, if you really wanted to go over his whole plethora of things, because that was one thing they he wanted to make France the all-powerful, right? Mm-hmm. That was his goal. Yeah. And um, 
and he wanted peace, which I thought was funny because the way to get to peace is to fight everyone. But, you know, it's... Well, it, it to kind him, of is the, to convert everyone to his way of yeah, living. Yeah. The way he wanted to it, it to run is how you create peace because he knew better than everybody else. It's just another ego trip. <laughs> but yeah, as much I as he did, that's where it's kind. Of, yeah, it's kind of a struggle. As much stuff as he did to uh, put it all into a movie, so they had to pick and choose. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that they focused on the Alexander stuff with Russia too. That was the other yeah. thing, because again, when you look at this stuff, it's very accurate what they portrayed in the movie. Like there's literally paintings of him watching stuff, the fires and stuff. Mm-hmm. so it's like it's it's very interesting when you look at like just the and then the they they did a really good job uh well, all right so but i i actually enjoyed this podcast so uh yeah. but one <laughs> final question what was your favorite battle that they went over or part in the movie without giving too many spoilers or anything like that the Russian battle for me. The one in Austria? Or, yeah, Austria, Russia, whatever. The one where they're fighting on the... Uh, oh, when on he the pulls ice. out the cannons and shit. Or during the ice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I like the one when the he... One. I like the one when he took over the British territory at the castle, at the castle when they're oh, all... The first, oh, yeah, the, the, the very, very first, first one. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah because... Favorite. Because that's where I was going at. He liked uh, cannons, and I'm not going to spoil too much, but he basically melted down all the fucked up cannons and made his own shit Mm -hmm. out of all of it and then attacked the... Anyways, it It was the port city. Like, he needed the port. In France, it was taken over by the English, and he needed that to be his port. Yeah, so so he took... Main strategic uh, advantage that they would have, like if they lost that completely, then it would be England in England's rule. So, I mean, you yeah. can't. It's hard not to spoil this movie since it is historical. Like, oh, you can't, it's not. But and that's yeah. what I wanted to point out with that one, though, is he melted all that shit down, made the made the cannonballs, and then uh-huh. he used the cannonballs with the cannons from the port city to destroy the British ships. I yeah. thought it was yeah. brilliant. I yeah. mean, it was like, but you got to think back then, and that's what I told Elaine, the difference between now and that, because, you know, and I'm going to bring in what we're playing on uh, on Xbox right now. you got Call of Duty that we're playing, yeah, where it's War- just modern warfare stuff and how we do things now versus how they had to do them 300 years ago. I can't imagine fighting back then. I can't imagine no, fighting man. today, but back then, you had no... Like, they have armor they can build now. Back then, they just had their fucking shirts. I mean, yeah. and they were fighting with muskets. And and, so, and, and some people fu- just carried bayonets. flags or drumsticks. Or yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Drumsticks. yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. Like, Imagine that being on the battlefield <laughs> and a fucking drummer yeah. boy. Talk about <laughs> the most like, courageous what? person ever. It's like, yeah. hey, you know what? You don't get a weapon. You just get a tap on a damn drum. Like, but that was the scene like, uh, that I think that was the scene it might have been before that when 
Napoleon's horse gets demolished by a yeah, cannonball. Yeah, that was the first. Yeah, yeah, it was like. But again, that's what I liked about the realism about it because that's exactly if a cannonball would hit a damn horse right where it hit, that's exactly what would happen to the horse. I mean, it. So I mean, so. And then he went and got, oh God, I can't give any more yes. away. I, mean, um, I did, you know, this is what tells you I really like the movie, though, because I yeah, can yeah. talk you, about it. You can talk about it all day. Yeah. All yeah. Day. So, but we're not going to. I think we've already yeah. kind of spoiled enough. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed this podcast. I know we did. So, uh, the the next time around, I, let's let's do this right now. Oh, I don't have my phone. What's the What's the next movie to come out, Jeremy? Like two weeks from now, what's the next one on a Friday or Saturday? Let me look real quick. We'll we'll go through them and just say, hey, yeah, we'll do that. I'll play you some elevator music. Coming soon. Aquaman's coming out the end of this month. The end of this month? Like the 22nd? That that one's a must. We've got to watch that one. Yeah. Any DC, you know, you you see Spider Man on my damn mic, uh, and then all my, all my Wonka's coming out, but I'm not sure when. Uh, oh, it's I, coming out the 14th. I don't think I want to go watch that one. I know Dune comes out eventually. Dune two. We see that. Definitely. I can't wait for that to come out. Ferrari's coming out. Oh, that did look good. The trailer for that. You know what we have to do, Josh? I think we should do for the wrestling one is Iron Claw. What about the boys in the boat, Aaron? The one about the rowing? Did you see the preview during Napoleon? Yes. It was the rowing team? That's another one that's coming out. I think I'm good on that one. Uh, but I mean, there's nothing we can go watch. One that's out. Well, the problem is one that's out right now. Um, I mean, it doesn't actually. We we could probably do. Oh, what are they doing? A are they doing a new Power Rangers movie? Legend of the Dragon. Before he died. Uh, hmm. Well, he's the main character. I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of, I'm kind of watching the trailer now. It doesn't look like. Usually, you'll see like B movies and stuff like that, where the CGI is not that great and everything else. But this one doesn't doesn't look 
it actually has a bunch of like known actors in it. Hmm. And it, it has nothing to do with Power Rangers, by the way. Not what is really. it called? The Legend of the White Dragon. Hmm. Mm-mm. Nope. It's interesting. It's not coming up on Fandango, but um. Uh, all right. Well, we'll, we'll figure it out. It, it'll be two weeks from now. We'll do another theater junkies on the newest thing to come out, and uh, we we will see you then. Uh, we we'll just keep doing this stuff. Uh, stay tuned or uh, visit uh, theheartofgeek.com. Uh, you can watch Jeremy and I stream Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 on Twitch. It's a Pew Pew Zaddy is me. And then it's the Heart of Geek Twitch channel. Uh, we play that frequently just about every night. Um, we won't be streaming every night. I think we'll do that Sunday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. And then we we just finished a podcast for our other Scream Creeps. Uh, that'll be up on, uploaded on the YouTube as well. And then we're, we're, they have a wrestling podcast that they do. Uh, that one's Wrestling with the Willies. So uh, we've got a lot of content that's coming out to you guys. Just stay tuned. Subscribe. Hit that like button uh, if you enjoyed it. Uh, and we'll we'll just keep making content for you. So, yep. Anyway. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. <laughs>